Welcome everybody to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host Maxine and we're going to go ahead and get started today. So this topic that we're going to talk about is something that I have been struggling with and sometimes still struggle with to be honest, this full transparency um, for a while, for pretty much all my life I I would have to say, all my life. Um, So we're going to talk about relationship versus religion. Okay, so what does it mean to have a relationship with Jesus versus what does it mean to just simply follow religion and what does that look like for you? Because sometimes religion could be skewed based off of your particular culture, the way you were raised, tradition, and that may not fall in alignment with the relationship that one should have with Jesus. Okay, so let's go get into that. And I want to share a little bit about why relationship is much more important, much more significant than it is to just follow religion, okay? So when we think about religion, we think about rules, regulations, obligations, requirements, things must, things a Christian must follow to appear as if they are um, the best Christian, the, the, the strongest Christian, the, the Christian everyone should look up to, the role model Christian, okay? Now, that is um, something that I have learned over time is such a dangerous mindset to have, okay? Why is it dangerous to think that, okay, I got to follow X, Y, and Z in order for God to see me as worthy enough, in order for others to see me as worthy enough? It's dangerous because we can't earn salvation. Do 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 you hear that, you guys? We cannot earn salvation. There's nothing that we could possibly do to gain God's love, to gain God's loyalty and his salvation to us. No, we are sinful by nature, okay? We sin every day, and as much as we get up and try to do better, and when we do do better, there's still something holding us back from ever being perfect like Jesus. We could never be perfect like him, okay? So accepting that and understanding that for what it is, will help us to detach from what religion says to do in order to feel as if, okay, I, I'm, I'm gaining my salvation, okay? So let's get into that. So um, let's open our Bibles, or just listen, <laughs> open your Bible app, whatever it is, and let's look into Ephesians 2, verse 8 through 9, okay? Ephesians 2, verse 8 through 9 And like always, I'm using the NIV version, New International Version, okay? So Ephesians 2, verse 8 and 9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Okay, that's Ephesians 2, verse 8 through 9. It says directly in this word here, there is nothing you could do, okay, that can make us um, gain salvation. There is nothing that we could do, let's say it again, that can make us gain salvation. Salvation is a gift. It is a gift from God. 
through the blood of Jesus Christ, we are saved. Okay, once we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, then we have that salvation. Until then, there is no certain amount of times a Christian should go to church or a Christian should uh, get baptized or a Christian should not swear for um, two weeks straight for us, for God to check us off his list and be like, okay, you earned salvation. Here's a certificate for that. No, that's not the case. And for so long, in my mind, personally, I have felt like, okay, religion has put me in bondage and thinking that, okay, if I am not doing X, Y, and Z, then I am not being a good, faithful servant. How can God love me? How can I get this salvation? What can I do to gain his love? And how, how sad is that? Just think about that. How sad is it to think that um, no matter what you do, it is not enough, right? Or if if I do X amount of, of actions, right, then maybe it will be enough. Just maybe God will love me. When God is giving us this gift, he gives us this gift. He already gave us this gift of salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ, all right? So in my Bible... I love it so much. It's um, it's an NIV version, like I said, and it's a, it's called the Life Application Study Bible, and because it's a study Bible, there are footnotes at the end of every page, and it references the verses, and it just breaks it down in a manner that makes you really reflect and um, hopefully apply to your life. So when it comes to Ephesians two verse eight and nine. In the footnote, it says, when someone gives you a gift, do you say, that's very nice. Now, how much do I owe you? No, the appropriate response to a gift is thank you. Yet, how often Christians, even after they have been given the gift of salvation, feel obligated to try to work their way to God. Because our salvation and even our faith are gifts, we should respond with gratitude, praise, and joy. Okay, let's really dig into that because that is powerful. Think about it. When someone gives you a gift, right, whether it's your birthday, an anniversary, or just because I love you, right, you're given a gift. It is not expected for you to say in return, Okay, how much was this? All right, here's $20 for your pain and suffering for get, getting me this gift. Here's $20 for spending $20 on me. Here's it right back. No, a gift is from love. It is from um, the heart. It is from a kindness that one has in which they want to express that in, in a gift form, okay? So when we think about God and him giving us, well, gifting us, Jesus, gifting us salvation through the blood of Jesus, there is nothing we could do to gain that. Do you understand what I mean? There's nothing we could do to gain that salvation that God has already gifted us through the blood of Jesus Christ, all right? So instead of thinking, okay, how can I pay back God for 
gifting me this salvation? How can I pay him back? What can I do? Okay, I got to go to church every Sunday this month. So by the end of this month, God will, you know, somehow email me this certificate of completion and here's my salvation for the month. No, <laughs> that's not how it goes. When we think about salvation, it is simply uh, something that God didn't need to do. He did not need to do it. We are not worthy of it. I know I'm not worthy of it. I, um, we all struggle with sin. We all struggle with um, whatever burden that is on our backs that is holding us back from truly um, walking in the, in the form that God has created us to be. Yet we strive every day to be better. Um, but with salvation, it is something that we cannot earn. We cannot work for it. There is no good deeds for God to look down upon us and say, okay, here's my salvation for you, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. There, um, there is pleasure and there is power in um, ob- ab- abiding in God, obeying him, and um, following what the word says. So I know I gave the example earlier about church and, oh, if I go to church every Sunday this month, you know, I'm going to gain my salvation. Okay, that's the wrong mindset to have. But what you could take away from that is church is something that God wants us to be a part of. He wants us to engage in community with other believers and for us to encourage, uplift, support each other. When we think about this world and just being a Christian in the secular world, it is hard. Y'all. Okay, so obviously if you follow me on social media, I just came back from my solo trip. Yes, I went on a solo trip. And um, I came back from Putacana, Dominican Republic. And like I said, it was a solo trip. It was a blast. I Now you may ask, okay, why did you go by yourself? I wanted to. I simply wanted to. It was no, you know how some people say, oh, I just, I'm trying to discover myself and find out what I really like. And, and that's fine. I'm not, <laughs> I know that sounded like I was mocking people who do that. It's just a joke. Um, but it was not that deep <laughs> for me. I just wanted to go solo. Like I just wanted to go on that adventure and see, oh, you know, I could travel by myself just as I travel with other people and still have a good time. You know, I do things by myself even when I'm not traveling. So, like, I will go to the movies sometimes by myself. Well, most actually all the time, honestly. Because some of the movies I watch, <laughs> no one really cares for. I mean, sometimes I do watch another, like, movies with um, my cousins or whomever. Uh, but most of the time, I am dolo. And I find comfort in that. I find uh, strength in that. <laughs> It's fun for me. Um, now, I know um, there is danger in that sometimes because when we get too comfortable with being ourselves, with just being with ourselves, there is um, a disconnect that we may develop once we're with people, right? There is that lack of fellowship. There is that lack of community and X, Y, and Z. So, um, I totally get that. So, I think there's a balance one should make when um, they're doing solo things. There should be um, also time dedicated to being with other people and engaging and like liking people. That's the whole point of being um, being a Christian and being in this community. You, we have to be together, support one another, because it's not it's not easy. Okay, so that's a little spiel. So yeah, I just came back from my my solo trip, and um, 
my job was by myself. And I've never been to Putacana before. I've never um, uh, did a solo trip before. It was literally a first time for, for it all. And I did not know, y'all, that these the Dominican men, they love them some chocolate. They love them some chocolate, okay? And the attention that I was getting was beyond, okay? I've never been so um, attended to by men as much as I have been the past couple of days um, on this trip compared to my whole life, <laughs> to be honest with you. And, but the way that they were um, approaching me and showing their like attraction for me was a little aggressive. Like, I'm not trying to say hashtag me too. Definitely not trying to jump on that wagon just to jump on it. But I can say that it was a little much. By the end, I went there for four days, y'all. By the end of my, like, I think, yeah, the fourth, no, yeah, the fourth day, I was just like, just giving these men who were kept on gawking me with their eyes, I just gave them a poker face finally, and I just gave them that face like, all right, thank you, it's done. By the fourth day, I, I didn't even say thank you anymore because it was just annoying. It was literally the same men time after time that I will run into on every route of the big resort. Mind you, the resort is big, yet I'm still bumping into these same men who are just like, in awe and it's so surprising how like they it's like they never seen dark-skinned women before or a dark-skinned woman before they would just look at me and just be like oh my my they say some things in spanish i didn't know what they said but after they realized that i didn't understand they finally said it in english and was just like beautiful beautiful oh so sexy so se when i tell you two men i think i think two two or three men took my hand, kissed my hand, and was just like devouring me with their eyes. I felt a little uncomfortable, like, okay. And then obviously it's a resort, it's hot. I'm in my bathing suit. I mean, I'm either in a two-piece or one-piece. I'm like, I'm not fully dressed. So not only are they attracted to me, they're, they're just like undressing me even more with their eyes the little clothing that i do have on so that was a little uncomfortable for me um but like i said before i haven't really experienced that level of attention from men um in that span of time it, it, for quite some time so i was feeling myself like okay <laughs> Um, okay, you know, that was, that was cute. Thank you. Thank you. I felt like a celebrity. So I was definitely soaking it in. And, um, I was, you know, flirting back. I was kind of, um, teasing them. And by, by teasing, I mean, like, I'll say things like, uh-huh, okay. Like, like in a, in agreement with whatever they're saying. So like, a couple of them offered to take me out of the resort and show me a good time, quote unquote, in their in their country and show them me show me their, you know, the the true culture outside of the resort gates. And although that was tempting and although I kind of wanted to and um, I will probably take advantage of that if I was not alone, it was still something that I was teasing them with I said yes to a lot of them but 
obviously I never follow through with it, you know. I even exchange uh, information so we could contact each other through WhatsApp and like I would just tease them and then eventually block and move the heck on. Um, but <laughs> wait, why did I share the story? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> um, so I would tease them a little and make them feel like they had a chance. And in that moment, I was just realizing that, wow, I am doing too much. I'm doing too much. I, I have to be doing too much because these men are really into me and I'm really not <laughs> into them. <laughs> not one that was really my type, to be honest with you. And um, I just wondered, had I not stopped myself, had I not... Um, been attracted to them in return, right? Um, how far would I have gone? That's that's where I'm going with this. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where am I going with this story. Um, how far would I have gone? You know, would I have invited them in my room? Would I have um, uh, you know, went off the resort with them? How far would I have gone? And obviously, you know, I'm drinking, it's all inclusive, it doesn't include the alcoholic beverages, and I'm just having a good old time. But so many times, um, I have been asked by the different men there um, to go on an outing with them or whatever it was. The Holy Spirit was just like, nah, pull back, pull back, pull back, and I would just not follow through with whatever I said I was going to with them. And it just made me wonder, you know, when I think about relationship with God and I think about religion, I wonder, like, how far, <laughs> like, how far can a Christian go? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying right now. How far can a Christian go? Like, you know, how far is, how, how much is too much, you know? Um, I know where, you know, on vacation, there's, you know, no, um, no restrictions and just be free. But in that moment, I was thinking, uh, no, I'll stop right here. Nope, I'm not going to talk to you for too long because you're going to kind of overstay your welcome and make and make it even more harder for me to for me to kind of uh, disappear and walk away. How? how much is too much? And I was questioning myself throughout the trip thinking, what, like, where, where is the line for a Christian to stop before they know they're going to fall into something that's, uh, not pleasing to God, you know? Um, but with that being said, when I think about relationship with God, my relationship with God is just transparent. Like, I know he's watching over me. I know he's, He's aware. He knew this before I knew this. You know what I mean? But in that moment, I was keeping it real with God. And I was talking to him and I was thinking and saying out loud, God, this guy is trying. Should I or should I not? Like, I would literally sit back and ask God what to do. And he'll give me um, convictions to, um, you know, hold back um, block him, do whatever it is I need to do to refrain from going the next step. And thank God I listen and thank God I'm sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But I do wonder, had I not had that relationship with God, right? Or with Jesus, whichever you want to say, y'all. 
if I did not have that relationship with God, um, how far would I have gone? You know, um, how much, how, like how much, uh, in murky waters would I have found myself in had I not just sit back and speak to my father, right? Speak to my father, God, t- to speak to him and just ask him for guidance and strength to withhold from temptation, to withhold from falling into, cause you know, when people are, when men are complimenting women and like giving them attention like I know for myself it makes you know it makes me feel good it makes me feel you know uh, attractive like I'm already confident I'm a confident woman um but it makes it even more so it gives me that ego boost okay so when you have that when I tell y'all every single day almost every route I take throughout the day so multiple times a day and every day I've been on the trip, I was dealt with several men call, calling me mommy, sexy, beautiful, beautiful, oh, like literally making big showcases when I will walk past them. And it was flattering, um, but sometimes it was a little embarrassing. Like it just felt like, ugh, I didn't want the spotlight too much. And other people would look at me and I noticed it was only done to me. Like there were other black women there um, but I did not witness any of that happening to them. And maybe it did happen like behind the scenes, but I sure as hell did not witness that. But for me, it was just so excessive. So I just wanted to know why, why is this happening? Um, but in that moment, had I not had a relationship with God, I felt like I would have been too, too deep rooted into what religion says. And when I think about religion, I think about Oh, you got to be a certain way for God to um, listen to you, for God to uh, hear you and uh, answer your prayers. You have to be X, Y, and Z. And if I'm not prim and proper, God's not hearing me. God's, God doesn't care, right? But had I followed that mindset, that bondage, that's really bondage, y'all. When you think about it, it's really us putting ourselves in the way of having a relationship with God, okay? So when having a relationship with God, it truly opens doors. It it breaks down barriers. It allows for us to just be honest with him. He wants our heart. He wants our honesty. He wants us to say, hey, God, I'm not doing okay. You know, I've been dealing with this. I've been dealing with that. I've been struggling with my bills. I've been struggling with my faith. I need you to make a move. I need you to remind me who you are. Sometimes we have to be honest in that. And for so long, I remember being younger and feeling like, oh man, I'm not supposed to question God. I'm not supposed to tell him that I'm not doing okay. How can I tell God I'm not doing okay when I'm alive to even say that I'm not doing okay? How shameful of me to, I was literally, literally thinking that, and I felt like that has been embedded in me, you know? Um, and that's not to shame my church. I love my church. Um, but I remember being younger and feeling like there was more of a fear tactic being preached about God rather than a loving and merciful God um, that we should know. Now, I understand as I am a, a young adult now, why maybe that was used as a method for the the youth to kind of shapen up or, you know, not not rebel. But I also 
understand that that is dangerous. You know, when we are constantly spewing out that God is a revengeful God, he is a angry God. If you defy him, the your house is gonna burn down. And it's like, whoa. If if God is like that, then I don't really want to tell him that I'm struggling with um fornication. I don't want to tell him that I'm struggling with anger. I don't want to tell him that I'm struggling with jealousy because he's this angry, fearful God, you know, although, you know, we should fear God, right? We shouldn't um, find pleasure in sinning every single day. There, There should be some conviction that we have within us if we are truly connected to him and sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But what I mean is when we have a relationship with God, when we truly talk to him and allow for ourselves to be vulnerable with him, because he already knows what's what's up, right? He created us in his image. He knows our heart. He knows our mind. He knows us better than we know ourselves. But he wants for us to um, open that door and break down that barrier so so we could really talk to him and really be like, okay, Hey God, I need you. I need you right here, right now. Okay. So when I share my, my solo trip and the several, um, (laughs) opportunities of falling into temptation, mind you, I am celibate y'all. I've been celibate for the past year. Okay. It's going over a little bit over a year now. And I really could have been going crazy. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I think God purposely set it up for me to not have any of the men who were like calling me out, calling me beautiful, be men that I personally would go for. I think he did it on purpose because if he didn't, <laughs> this would have been a different episode. I would have been like, y'all, I need forgiveness. Um, cause look, I'm honest about it. Okay. Though I am celibate, it's something that I still obviously desire. It's a, it's something that is natural. So of course I'm going to desire just a touch of a man, but anyways, God provides. <laughs> just, let's just pause on that. Um, so, okay. So when I talk about <laughs> relationship, it's really important for us to just, talk to him when we pray um we don't have to fall under a monotonous tone of father god who are in heaven how and now don't get me wrong there there's no shame in that and catholicism and what how they do that whatever um there there's a time and place for that but when we truly are talking to god like if i'm okay for example if i am struggling with um managing my finances I'm not going to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. What? God just wants us to keep it all the way 100. It's like, Father God, I need some help. I need you to break down these these walls of uh, financial inadequacy, Lord, and increase. Let your increase be done in my bank account right now. Show me the way to increase my funds. Okay? (laughs) Like, just keep it all the way real. And for so long, I thought that I had to speak a certain way, act a certain way when I am approaching, um, when I'm approaching God, right? When I'm speaking to him. When 
and it doesn't even have to be in a formal prayer like father god in jesus name that type of prayer it could just be talking out loud i know for myself when i talk out loud it's really god who i'm talking to you know when i'm speaking wisdom I know that's not from me. I know that's from God. I know that's the Holy Spirit moving within me to uh, think a certain way, to be renewed uh, in my mind, and to follow a different path rather than the same path that I've been on, okay? So having a relationship with God increases our sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, it increases our desire to want to please him because this, we will fall short. We will still have desires and temptations and we will still be tempted every single day. The more we cling on to God, the more the devil will try to, will try us. Okay. Okay. Cause when I tell y'all I was on that trip alone and could have been going buck wild the grace of God, okay, um, covered me, the grace of God covered me, all right, so, um, when we think about relationship, how can we open those doors, how can we truly just be honest with him, think about your own personal life, think about the journey that you are on right now with God, where are you? Have you shared with him your struggles? Have you shared with him your desires? Don't let shame and guilt and fear hold you back from having a true, genuine relationship with God. God wants us to share with him that, hey, I'm struggling with this and I need your help. I can't do it alone. We can't do it alone. I know I can't do it alone. I need to speak to God on a daily i need to get that support from my fellow christians my fellow believers and for us to just encourage each other you know okay so let's get into romans 12 verse 2 okay the same niv version because i want to get into this verse as well do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will, okay? Now, when we think about being a Christian in this world and how religion may sometimes make us feel we have to uh, be this perfect person in order for us to gain God's love, think about who are we doing it for? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Are we being this quote-unquote good Christian to please others, to make others look at us and say, wow, she's a Christian. Wow, I should follow her. When instead, are, are we doing it for others to just be uh, pleased by us, for us to get our accolades? Get out of that mindset if that's what you are thinking and think about how can I please God? How can my behavior, my mindset, my actions, my, my, my future actions, my thought process, how can all of that please God? Who am I doing it for? The, the answer should always be for God, okay? I am holding back from this, uh, this, uh, this sin that I have been struggling with because I want to please God. I want to not let this hold me back so I could follow and walk in the true purpose God has for me, 
okay? So I can't tell you what your sin is. I can't tell you what burden you're struggling with, but you have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, I know I'm struggling with anger. I know I'm struggling with jealousy. I know I'm struggling with whatever it is. How can I get it together? Okay. Now, in order for us to get it together, we have to look at the relationship. Because oftentimes, the Christian community, I'm just being honest, y'all, and this has happened um, from me as well, okay? I have been a Christian who likes to place judgment upon others and think that, okay, if you're a Christian, you have to follow a set of rules and you have to be strict and you have to follow this order of obedience. And if you don't, you are not a Christian. How can you call yourself a Christian if you're still doing X, Y, and Z and you're still, you know, now this is something that has truly been a struggle for me to overcome and, and, um, truly be honest with myself about, because I thought I was following the book, right? How can you call yourself a Christian if you're, you know, having sex all day and you're not married, huh? How can you call yourself a Christian and you're, you know, you're getting in fights, you're disrespecting your parents, you're um, being lazy, whatever it is, right? Yet, I was not demonstrating compassion. I was not demonstrating understanding. I was not demonstrating kindness, And it took a while for me to get to a place of understanding and kindness and compassion until I realized, oh, wow, I struggle with X, Y, and Z. (laughs) The same grace God gives me, I need to give that same grace to others, okay? So I encourage you all, if you find yourself to be someone who is um, judgmental at times and um, less compassionate towards others, think about the compassion and the grace that God gives you on a daily. How can you um, not give that same in return to others? Now, I understand this could sometimes be, uh, how do I, this could sometimes be taken advantage of. Like sometimes people will say, oh, he's just being judgmental. Like, (laughs) no, no trick. I'm trying to tell you the life you live in is not healthy. (laughs) Trick. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to tell you. But you're not listening. (laughs) Don't say trick, just a joke. Um, But what that means is some people are just not willing to listen when when it's time for them to listen. And it takes takes a while. It takes for convictions to take place. My whole point in saying this is saying that when we are supposed to be in this community, you know, who, who believes in Christ, who wants to follow his will, we have to make sure we are uplifting each other with our words rather than uh, increasing the whole fearful tactic of God. You know, if you know you are someone who struggles with jealousy, if you struggle with insecurity, instead of saying, you're going to go to hell, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> though it, I know it, it is in the word, but let people come into... W- what I really want for people to to do, excuse that noise, that motorcycle is, um, I, people, I want people to want to get closer to God. I want people to want to draw themselves 
closer to him because they want to because they tried everything else and it didn't work and they realized they didn't really give God a chance right I want them to I want them to do that because they want to not because they're um being pushed to do so based off of fear not because oh man well I don't want to go to hell so let me just go ahead and stop (laughs) doing what I'm doing (laughs) Don't like that doesn't make it a genuine relationship in my opinion. It doesn't make us show that God is a loving God. He forgives us. He wants us to come to him so he could cleanse us from our impurity so he could it, renew our mindset, okay? So when we say God wants our heart, he just wants our heart. He wants us to be honest. He wants us to be genuine. He does not want us to report give him like a report of good deeds like okay god i you know i saved a lady from a falling tree i uh fixed a a cat's limb and i shouted the gospel at ashmont station today now can i get the salvation (laughs) no because in ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9 says it is by grace we are given salvation okay it is a gift from God. It is not something that we have earned. It is not something that we can uh, get closer to. It's something that is gifted to us, okay? Um, when we think about that and we think about God's love for us, it should motivate us. Instead of making us feel afraid of God, it should make us be delighted Like, we should be delighted in him knowing that, wow, God gave us this gift of salvation. He gave us this opportunity to be saved, right? He gave us this this grace to just be be renewed in him. Let me abide in him. Let me read this word and see how can I control my anger? How can I get the gifts of the Holy Spirit? You know, how can I show self-control more? How can I show kindness more? How can I show compassion more? When we have a relationship with God, it should motivate us to be more like him. You see what I mean? It should motivate us to be more like him. It should motivate us to um, stop doing whatever we were doing before so we could truly be who who God called us to be. He wants for us to draw near to him each and every day. Each and every day when we are feeling stressed, frustrated, tired, lazy, whatever it is, he wants us to come to him and say, Lord, I am stressed about my finances. Lord, I am stressed about this dude. You know, I know he's an F boy, but I see potential in him. How can I either change my mind, my mindset about him? or make it work i don't know what it is that you're struggling with but in our relationship with god in our own respective relationship with god we have to be honest we have to draw closer to him because the way he speaks to me y'all is not going to be the same way he speaks to you or you or you he speaks to us in ways that we can accept him through our own personality through our own mindset through our own way okay so having our relationship with god is personalized is customized for you 
Ooh, so when I, y'all, when I talk about my trip, I'm really thinking I really could have been a hoe. That, look, and <laughs> I could have been a hoe. <laughs> could have been a hoe. Could have been a hoe. You know, I had ample opportunity, <laughs> room to myself, no one clocking me, but because of the grace <laughs> of God, no, but seriously, because of the relationship that I have with God, I knew what not to do. I knew my limits. I knew that, okay, if I take this drink, if I think, if I take this fourth <laughs> alcoholic beverage and I continue this conversation with this Dominican papi who's been talking to me the whole time I've been here, I'm going to find myself in murky waters, a.k.a. naked in bed with him. Don't want that to happen, all right? So <laughs> when we are being honest with ourselves, it is only for our benefit so us could be close, for us to be closer to him, for us to be renewed in him, and for us to be strengthened in him, Okay. We will face temptation each and every day, y'all. This does not end. <laughs> as, as, as sucky as that is, it does not end. So every day we have to draw ourselves closer to him. Every day we have to make it a point. Okay, did I spend time in prayer? Did I spend, did I spend time reading the word? Did I spend time meditating and worshiping God? Okay, because when we find ourselves doing that, the stresses and the temptations of the world will increase i mean not it won't go away i'm just keeping it real it will not go away temptations will still be at the door but we will be strengthened through our relationship with god to overcome those temptations we will be strengthened to not respond to that f boy's text to not drive to his house at 11 p.m thinking about oh we're just gonna talk (laughs) no i'm not (laughs) No, I'm not, okay? Through our relationship with God, we will find strength to overcome the temptations of the world. All right, y'all, That's that was on my spirit. I'm sorry for the late episode. I came back today from Putacana. I had a journey of a flight, but I'm glad I am here in one piece. So let's go ahead and end this episode with prayer. Father God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for giving us um, the gift of salvation, Lord. We know that it is not something that we could earn. It's not something that we could strive for, but it is something that we are thankful for each and every day, Lord. I pray that you just change our mindset and just remove us from the bondage of thinking that we could earn your love, Father God. Instead, show us how to engage in a relationship with you show us how to be stronger in you and knowing that you are in control and the world does not stand taller than 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 you father god so lord we just come to you like this in your name jesus as i pray amen i'll see y'all oh yes y'all please subscribe to my podcast And follow me on SoundCloud as well. Just type in God Built This Podcast and you'll see me pop up. And just go ahead, hit subscribe. Continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag God Built This Pod. Okay? Hashtag God Built This Pod. All right. So thank you guys. I'll see y'all next week. Mm -hmm.